Hello everyone, this is Home Rule Smooth. I'm sitting here with Alexa Ray Parker. How are you doing today? I'm great. That is a very good day. You're having a very good day? That's great. That is great. That's great. We're here at CTG Studios. And um, like, so who, who are you? Like, what, what do you do? Well, my name is Alexis Ray Parker. Yes, that's my real name. My birth given name by my mother. I'm original, I was born in Palm Bluff, Arkansas. Raised in Conway, Arkansas. Graduated from Conway High School. I'm a singer, songwriter, lyricist, poet, rapper, whatever you want to call me. Everything but a producer, really. So anything musically, like, I think I'm pretty good at it. Okay, okay. When when did you find out that you were good at, like, this was something that you wanted to do? Really since I can remember. Like, I always knew that I was able to sing. Like, my mom said I could sing when I was, like, a little baby like she knew I could sing when I was a little kid and like since I can remember I just always been singing I started writing songs when I was probably about eight years old um uh, I used to write poetry all the time so like at a young age I kind of always had the same dreams like you know kids grow up and their dreams change you know mm -hmm. people get stagnant or shit they just decide they want to do something different for me my shit never changed like my my goals and my dreams have always been the same since I was a little girl. So, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, what was your first record? What was your first record that you put out? Um, the first song that I ever put out for people to hear was called. Was it misunderstood? I think it was misunderstood. I think I put that out in two thousand eighteen, if I'm not mistaken. Either 2017 or 2018, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the first song that I put out for people to hear. Yeah, that was the very first single. Now I'm thinking about it because I'm like, I did the cover art for that shit and everything. Right. So yeah, first single I ever put out. How do you look at it in retrospect now, like that that first song? Now, I mean, I'm proud of what I put out, but like back then, like I was. I was way more hype about it back then than I am now just because I've grown and developed so much as an artist. Mm -hmm. Like, that was some good shit for, like, my first single for real. Mm -hmm. But, like, now, looking back on it, I'm like, I would love to, like, re-record the song and put it back out just because, like, at that time, what I was talking about in that song, it was very real to me. Like, that shit, everything that I write in my music is very real to me. Like, it all comes from personal experience. Things that I've seen, things that I've done, mm -hmm. all kind of shit. So, like, that song right there was where I was at in that moment. Like, I was in, during that time, like, I was actually going through that shit for real. So, it means a lot to me. I'd love to put it back out, though. Just mm -hmm. better quality, for sure, on my end. Because Marcus produced it, Mr. Music, he mm -hmm. produced that song. He's amazing, like, yeah. perfect. So. Yeah. Shout out to my guy. Mr. I know, Marcus. right? Shout out to my guy. <laughs> to my guy. Okay, so the anthem, when you put that out, like, what was what was that like? What was that like? What and what's the story behind that record? Yeah, really, like I had had the beat for that for like, I don't even know how long I had that beat, and I just couldn't really do anything with it. Like I could never like catch the beat to like write anything to it. I always felt like I was forcing, and like it was a situation that happened. Um, there was a guy that I was talking to whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. we had like a little situation or whatever 
And um, I found out that he was dating somebody seriously. And mm. um, so that song was about that whole situation. Like the day after I found out that shit out, I wrote that song. And um, crazy thing about it is he was in the studio when I recorded. He was there. Like, he was in another room, but I made sure the door was open and that that shit was turned up loud so he could hear what I was recording. Because, like, uh, I don't want to say nobody ever hurt my feelings for real, but I was pissed, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Betrayal definitely, definitely would do that to that you. That song was all the way real, like, all the way through from start to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Is that something that is that like one is that one of those records that you want to continue to always perform or is it one of those records that like, honestly no like if people request the song yeah but if it's not requested I don't sing it because it's just like that was really just a moment like I needed to get that shit out and mm-hmm. then I ended up putting the song out and then everybody ended up loving it like it's my biggest I I think it was well, my second single as far as like how many streams like the most streams or whatever mm-hmm. is the second biggest one so it's just like people request it every now and then but if it's not requested i don't even touch base on it like mm-hmm. like we can leave that out because i lived that moment already i really don't want to go back to it right <laughs> i feel it i feel it so then you had um your your next actual like full project was with love from with love electric Ray parker mm-hmm. So, um, with that, what was your thought process behind putting those records together and then, like, what's your favorite record on that? I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, this is probably the most transparent I've ever been about that particular EP. All those mm-hmm. songs I had been recorded, like, years before I put that project out. And people, like, I would always get on my Instagram, like, singing and shit and, like, letting people hear music and sampling stuff on mm-hmm. Instagram and everybody's like well, when are you gonna drop it when are you gonna drop it so i just pick however many songs on that project i pick my favorite ones out of everything that i had recorded mm-hmm. i was just like shit let me just give the people something so that's why it's like with love Alex ray park because mm-hmm. like my love letter to the people who've been asking me mm-hmm. to put some shit out like yeah so i was just like i'll give them this okay so what's your favorite your favorite of those records Dang, now you're making me think, because I really don't even know what songs are on there. It's been so long since I listened to that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably have to say my favorite song on there would be... It's got to be Let Me Know or Nobody Else. Both of those were produced by Pat Produced It. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, for real. We've been in this for a long time together. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, it'll have to be out of those two. Just because they were, like, more so love songs, I guess. Different from what I had written before. Like, different from what I I typically write. Just because, like, you know, I don't don't really be in love like that. Like, I don't really, I've never really experienced, like, being in love with a person for real. So, those records, like, making that was out of my element for me. Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. shit. I really can't relate to this shit, but I would use my parents' relationships mm. as examples. Like, my mother and my stepfather, they've been together since I can fucking remember. And right. so, like, their relationship was always, like, the symbol of love okay. for me. Like, the, the ultimate, like, mm-hmm. representation. And 
I think that's what feels that's what feels like really a lot of the real love songs that I have knowing that I've seen even I ha even though I haven't experienced it I've seen real love so for me like my favorite record was like get down but that's just me because I just like I that like song records. was actually that's the only song that I did not write on that project I always write my shit that song was the very first song that I had ever recorded that somebody else wrote and produced. Shout out to Ferocious. Ferocious wrote mm. and produced that song. He's mm. amazing, amazing. That's like one of my favorite records. I've never had a threesome in my life, and that's exactly <laughs> what that song is about. I've never experienced that, but that song is like a vibe. Like I've had hella people ask me too, like, where did you pull inspiration from? And I don't have a problem telling them I did not write that shit, so... <laughs> Right. You transitioned, you know what I'm saying? Um, it seemed like that next year you dropped just like two singles, you know what I'm saying, to kind of like keep keep people fed. So it was like set it off and then room for 420. Mm -hmm. So then like how did those like set up your mindset going into your next project? So set it off was actually old. That was an old single mm -hmm. that I had just been holding on to for a while. Um, also produced by Pat Produced It. Um, but that was just a single that people, another one that people had just been asking me to put out because I had mm -hmm. performed it before and stuff like that. People would ask me, well, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? So I just put that one out. Mm -hmm. And uh, Room 420, I remember, like, with that song, I had started going through, I was going through this period of life where I felt like I was losing a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And looking back on it, I really wasn't losing friends i was just learning myself as a person and growing and people just grow apart it's no bad blood with anybody now but yeah. <laughs> at the time it was like i was pissed and i felt like everybody was leaving me hanging mm -hmm. so like room 420 was just like it was just me reassuring myself and talking my shit like i'm gonna be straight regardless i don't need y'all i'm good like that was where that song came from um, and of course I wrote that high, I was, I was smoking and, uh, <laughs> I recorded it on 420 as well. Um, nice, nice. So, shit, that was just one of those that I, that I needed to get that out. That was therapeutic yeah. for me because I was really angry when I wrote the song. Like, okay. I was very pissed. It's a smooth yeah. vibe right. though. You wouldn't get that from the song, but I yeah. was pissed when I wrote it. So then you went into Raw, right? Mm -hmm. So your Raw EP, um you know, four songs. So on there, on that record, like what was the what was the mindset behind that? Was it was it just a bunch of like records you already had or you like went in with intent and purpose? All of those had intention. Um majority of those songs were produced by Super Smash Bros, Shy Hughes and Evan Jones. They're amazing. Uh, the song Toxic, that one that one song uh was produced by Space the wizard okay. um and space is also an amazing producer um he knows knows me very well um and shout out to dz who was my feature on that song dz's an amazing r&b singer he's so fucking talented y'all were very very toxic on that song man do you hear me and uh, the crazy thing about how we wrote that song so uh, Space was just playing some chords on a guitar, and I was like, I really fuck with this. He was like, you like it? And I was like, yeah. And he was mm -hmm. like, all right, bitch, start writing. And so I started writing a verse, and it's just me, Space, and DZ. And I write my verse, and I go record it. 
I come out, DZ got his verse ready, he gonna record it. So then I'm like, nah, fuck that. I gotta go write a better verse. So mm-hmm. I go write another verse and record it. DZ go write another verse and record it. So it was literally like, at that time, I think we were both going through um, some sort of like relationship issues with our significant others or whoever mm-hmm. we were seeing, dating, talking to, whatever at the time. And we were both pulling like... It seemed like it's about me and him, but it's not. Like it's what? about me and my person and him and whoever he was <laughs> messing with at the time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And shit, it really came together and it messed so well. That was a real fucking argument. Like and every time one of us would get done with a verse, I'd go in the living mm-hmm. room because people was in the living room. I'd be like, Y'all come listen to my verse. He's like, All right, y'all listen to my shit. Mm-hmm. And so like that was an amazing experience. Writing and and creating that song was an amazing experience because we literally did that shit from scratch like it yeah. was crazy yeah you can tell like y'all like were locked in and y'all like built that mug together. oh yeah, yeah 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 i think we probably wrote the song maybe it was probably took us like 40 minutes to write the song for real mm-hmm. might have took us i don't know i don't even know how long it took us to record it but it was written and recorded that night and shit it just yeah. went yeah. I love that song. So many people love that song. Yeah, that too. song just goes. But yeah, I think um, all those songs had intention, though. That whole project, uh, I went in with the intention of telling a story mm-hmm. because I had been dealing with the same person for a long time. So all of those songs are about that particular person and every motion and emotion and moment that I had dealing mm-hmm. with that situation. Like, it was good it was bad it was ugly it was every fucking thing and so i put all of that emotion into that project and all of those none of those songs were mixed none of those songs were mastered that's why it's called raw because it was really my raw emotion Mm. and the songs were also like raw like those Mm -hmm. were rough songs like rough recordings of everything and i just Mm. decided that i wanted to put it out that way to give people like a real transparent and vulnerable side of myself. I'm vulnerable anyway, but mm-hmm. I think that was a better way to get people to see like a softer side of my vulnerability. Okay. So so would you say like secrets and wise? So intro was like introducing us to the situation. Yeah. Toxic was like everything y'all went to. Real was like you know what I'm saying, just keeping it real on what Real was like real was like so the songs would be out of order as far as telling the story. Uh. Right? Um, intro, that was definitely, like, introducing, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. situation. And then, uh, Toxic, Toxic would be, like, the last, it should have been last on the project, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, was it last? No, it was second. Okay, so, I think it would, because the transition was so well from intro into Toxic, that's why I placed it like that. But Toxic would be the last song because that's how the situation ended up for real. Mm. But um, Real, that probably would have been like our first meetup when I first met him and was getting to know him and all of that stuff. It was structured differently than how it went in real life. Ah. So the timeline wasn't correct as far as like putting the songs in order, but all of it happened. (laughs) Really, really happened. It's real life. Yeah real-life situation. Nice. You have a nice amount of features, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, from working with, like, you worked with... Um, yes, pretty <laughs> much some of everybody. So, um, with with that said, like, who are some of your favorite people that you worked with? 
like artists, then you can go into producers. But. Uh, probably my favorite artists to work with. Um, I would have to say Kyra, and me and Kyra haven't put out our song together yet. Energy is amazing. She's an earth sign just like me. I'm a Capricorn. She's a Virgo. Mm -hmm. We just mesh very well together. Okay. I love Kyra, and her voice is so beautiful. So Kyra is probably my number one favorite. Mm -hmm. And then um, as far as like people who challenge me and like make me feel like i really need to be on point um Deezy was one of those people mm -hmm. Deezy was Deezy's writing skills are so out of this world it just challenges i'm a competitive person mm -hmm. so if i feel like what you doing if we doing a song together and i feel like what you got sounds even just a little bit better than what the hell i have mm -hmm. i'm about to go redo my shit mm -hmm. or we gonna we gotta be matching like the right. energy has to match and then also, um, BT. BT was one of those people for me as well. Like, mm -hmm. um, he's, I believe he started out as a poet. I don't know, you have to ask him. But yeah, I think that, that's that's, that, is, that is correct. That yeah, is I correct. believe he started out as a poet. And so his rapping, his lyricism, I won't say rapping, his lyricism is like top tier. So like hearing all his metaphors and everything that was super inspiring for me like um, upon first uh first interaction with him like i was just like damn this nigga really can like it right <laughs> and so i'm like okay so i had to come with it he was like one of those people that challenged me a lot um made me want to be a better writer for sure mm -hmm. okay and then like producer wise you know you mentioned pat you mentioned Mr. music like who else, you know what I'm saying, like, you've enjoyed, like... Uh, producer-wise, Pat and Marcus, of course, Pat, Mr. Music, for sure. Uh, more recently, Mel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mel made it, we ain't sampling. Listen, I mm -hmm. love Mel. And Mel's so fresh, like, with him being 19, I feel like me and him can grow together, because he's yeah. so young and so fresh, and, like, he's so yeah. open to just learning. And he's a quick learner, like... He already got how I like to record down, and we ain't even been working with each other that long. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Mel. And uh, who else? Bridges. My guy Bridges. He's out in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Bridges is like the GOAT to me. Like, Bridges is amazing. Shout out to Bridges, because he is, oh, my God. I can't even explain, like... I can't even explain the magic that he creates, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Um, and then Ferocious. Ferocious, for sure. Dream Sheet. Like, if you could work with three. You only You can only work with three, like, artists. Like, who who's your, who's your three? My number one is Lauren Hill. Always has been, always will be. Okay. Um, Janae Iko. Okay. And... I will probably... Kanye, that'd be Kanye. Hmm, that's that's gonna be an interesting session. <laughs> it'd be Kanye. I love Kanye though, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. I really, I don't get along well with Gemini people in in a sense. Like, I really don't get along with them at all. Mm -hmm. But my favorite artist, some of my favorite artists, 
and the most creative people are Gemini's. Like Gemini, Gemini's creativity is like, oh my God, there's very creative people and their minds, they be all over the place, but mm -hmm. every idea that they have, they execute it so well. And so that's why I would, I say I would love to work with Kanye and Lauren Hill because they fire, for sure. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, definitely, <laughs> they're, definitely, they're definitely top of the craft. They crap. fire. Yeah, they definitely top of the craft. So, going forward, like, in the future, like, what what can we look forward to hearing from you? Like, what's your direction going A forward? A lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's so much that I want to do. I have to keep myself, like, focused on one thing at a time. Because mm -hmm. if I try to attempt all the ideas that come across my mind at mm -hmm. once I, it'd be a shit show but um new music is definitely coming um uh, i've never really had a real visual so i'm experiencing this for the first time this year i've never had any videos so this is gonna be some new shit what? for the people i've never done any not any real music videos for like any songs that were on my projects never done it that's crazy yeah so it's amazing to have the traction that I have mm -hmm. with no fucking visuals for real. That's that's God for real. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. um and then uh I wanna get into acting. Actually I am tapping into acting. Um also I've been in my songwriter bag for real. Mm -hmm. Um I just got this placement with Moneybag Yo's new artist, her name is Janaya. And mm -hmm. I don't remember how many records she chose that uh, me, V-Script, Quintelli, and Bridges wrote together. But she picked a good amount of them. And she loved the songs. And shout out to her and Moneybag for really just trusting us with her artistry as well. Mm -hmm. um, and her trusting us with the pen. Because right. she really could have just been like, nah. I ain't fucking with it. But she loved yeah. the songs. Like, she loved them in real life. So, right. And I love her for that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot coming. Like I'm trying to start up a whole lot of things. I don't want to say too much, but like, right. it's a lot that I have. It's a lot of pots I got my hands in right now. So. Okay. Okay. So, um, next, like, let's say like next project, like what, what can people expect from you on there? Like something they've never heard before something they've never seen before not from me anyway like mm -hmm. well maybe not from anybody to be honest like this is just a whole different side of me it's a whole different version of me this is like the grown woman version of me i'm not the same person that i was a year ago i'm not the same person i was two three years ago i've grown so much and it's really showing in my artistry and i'm so thankful for that um I really can't even just put into words how thrilled I am to hear the music that I have now compared to my old shit. Like, right. my old shit was good, but this shit is fire. Like, I've been so locked in and really just, I've learned so much from the people that I've been around. And I'm thankful for everyone who has really put in the time to work with me and teach me and to help me grow as an artist because it's showing now right. like it's it's really there and we really 
I'm a hate it for some of these other R and B artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta go. <laughs> you know what I'm pop saying? Go. We might be top of the chart. No, I'm just. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, but seriously it, though, though. we might be top it. of the charts. Yeah. I'm speaking it into to existence. Yeah. Um, for for sure. And that's no shade to anybody else. I just feel like I really believe in myself, and I'm now I'm at a point now where it's just like, okay, I'm ready for real. Like, thought I was ready before not quite now i'm ready like my mind mm -hmm. is different my thought process is different the way i move is different the physical is different emotionally i'm different like everything is like bigger i'm on 10 now you know right 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 yeah i can definitely say like no cap like the records you just played that's some heat <laughs> that's some heat that's some heat so y'all y'all be on the lookout for that Hey, I want to thank you for sitting down with me. You know thank what I'm saying? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thrilled to be here. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? This has been Home Room with Smooth. Y'all like, comment, and subscribe. This is Alexa Ray Parker. Amen. <laughs>